Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. Hammer and Nigel. Do you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer standing right over there across from me. Do, do we have time? Should we get into it right now? We've got a lot of time. All right, let's do it. Let's check in with America's battle with COVID-19. COVID-19. Oh, I swear that I mean at this moment. How many? There are three vaccines. China piss off. Mondo. Solo. We're all nervous because <laughs> of COVID-19. So the World Health Organization, the WHO, uh, put out a statement saying, basically, we're at the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. So it's not the end until the WHO says it's the end, right? Right. Uh, it's, It's in sight, they say, but hey, look, we can't let our guard down to crawl across that finish line. Here is the director general talking about the quote-unquote good news we have never been in a better position to end the pandemic we're not there yet but the end is in sight if we don't take this opportunity now we run the risk of more variants more deaths more disruption and more uncertainty so let's seize this opportunity so hey uh, hammer the pandemic's over according to the who no we- no no the end is in sight oh. you're still gonna have to have to deal with the one that's going to come out right before the midterms coincidentally <laughs> notch you know that and i know that there's going to be a midterm variant where everybody is going to be encouraged to vote from home vote early vote often yeah, I'd say the pandemic ended for me about uh, summer of 2020 when we were allowed to get back on planes again. I went right down to Florida with my family. I, I, I did not let this thing affect my life in the very least. Some people had it the complete opposite. Look, I understand that people, uh, you know, severe comorbidities, extremely uh, elderly people uh, lost their lives in part dying uh, with COVID. And there's always that distinction, dying with or from. But, man... I, like the fa- I'll give you another example of what I'm talking about here in terms of countries dealing with COVID, dealing with the vaccine. It's a huge news story that's going under the radar here about Denmark. Denmark's they quit offering COVID-19 vaccines to people under 50. Unless you had an underlying health condition well, sure. that warranted it. Sure. Let me. I'll just read here from uh from the danish government the purpose of the vax program was to prevent severe illness hospitalization and death therefore people at the highest risk of becoming severely ill will be offered the booster the purpose of vaccination is not to prevent infection with covid19 and people age under 50 are therefore currently not being offered booster vaccination so while here in the united states hammer people got fired young healthy people got let go from their jobs for refusing the vaccine Over first responders in, uh, people nurses people that have worked in healthcare for a year without the vaccine and in denmark you can't even get it now you can't even get that damn vaccine if you're under 50 which by the way the vaccine in third world nations like you know some some countries in africa hundreds of millions of doses of the vaccine they don't want them anymore they're not being used at all um 
So, I mean, I, I think that's a big deal in Denmark, and I think you're going to see a lot of people follow their lead. Meanwhile, a couple interesting studies were released in regards to COVID. The first one from Johns Hopkins. Now, at the very beginning of the pandemic, Johns Hopkins, they were the ones that had, and I hate calling this, but it is what it is, the death tracker screen, right? There was the map of the world with the rolling ticker of how many people had passed away, and it was color-coded of what areas were hot, and all the information was going through Johns Hopkins University. And the left-leaning media ran with them. Johns Hopkins was their best friend. Until they weren't, until Johns Hopkins started putting out some more studies based off of more information saying, well, maybe just maybe this thing isn't as bad as you guys made it out to be. This is the latest study. Lockdowns had little or no impact on reducing deaths from COVID-19. The lockdowns during the early phase of the pandemic in 2020 reduced the mortality rate by 0.2%. This is from the board review of multiple scientific studies from Johns Hopkins. And you know they and you know these lockdowns didn't make a difference because the people in charge that implemented them that that advocated for them broke their own rules. Like what was it, the mayor of Austin got in trouble for uh, uh you know getting in a private plane with like 12 people and going down to Mexico and then while he was in Mexico issuing a statement on social media, please don't leave your house for Thanksgiving. Our whole March promotion here at the <laughs> yeah. Hammer and Nigel show was COVID hypocrisy madness. That's right. Yeah. Ignore the sombrero behind me here uh, <laughs> while I'm at this resort in Mexico. Don't leave for vacation. I mean, the same with the mayor in Denver. The, the school board with, uh, member uh, in Chicago. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, the lockdowns were for, for, for the common folk. It wasn't for Gavin Newsom there at the, the ultra-fancy French Laundry. Those, you know, and the medical executives that were with him, the people that were supposed to be in charge of this whole thing. Of course, lockdowns didn't do anything, and it's... I mean, we didn't need John Johns Hopkins to tell us this, but at least it validates it. The lockdowns did more damage than good in this country, and it's not even close. When you look at what we did to our school kids, what we did to people whose heart and sweat and soul was in the business that they started, that they ran, or maybe they just worked at, we told them, no, you can't go out unless it's rioting season. And then by all means, go out there and break all the windows That's you really want. That's really what did it for me. And it, honestly, it was. It, the people were saying that these people protesting lockdowns that just wanted to go back to work were grandma killers that didn't care about public health. And then, boy, oh, boy, a few months later, how that tune changed. And anybody including Governor Holcomb, that chastised people for protesting the lockdowns, but yet championed people protesting social justice are hypocrites. And um, and I'm going to remember, you know, I don't forget that kind of thing, man. People don't forget the Petri dish comment. Right. Horrible. And then then they turn around and a couple months later, oh, that's a noble cause for the summer of love 2020. And telling all I the school kids to mask that. up because you're cozied up to the teachers' unions. But then the minute you get a chance to leave, you go down to Brown County, you take the mask off, you're taking face-to-face, cheek-to-cheek selfies with anybody who'll have one. So you're 100% right. Here's another study that came out. This one is from the University of Bristol in the U.K. This found that 90% 
90% of particles could get through the cloth masks that many people were forced to wear during the yeah, pandemic. They didn't do anything. No. They were ineffective. N95s, if they're properly fit, they're good for about maybe two uses. After that, you got to throw them away. And that's an N95. Those little cloth masks that we were forced to put on our kids to go to school that we had to wear to go down the hallway to take a leak here at work, yeah. Nige, they didn't do anything. And I kind of had that come to Jesus moment when I had a cloth mask on and I walked outside. And this was during the winter months when, you know, I'm had a cloth mask on. I was getting ready to go inside a store and I could see my breath going in and out of it. And I thought, man, it was permeating through the right through the, the, the Chinese made paper mask that was strapped to your face. Right. I was getting ready to go inside of a Walgreens, I believe and I just parked and I got out and I had to put the face diaper on and I could see the breath just going in and out. And I thought, well, maybe, just maybe, this thing isn't <laughs> providing the protection that they said it is. So on behalf of everybody that knew a long time ago that these stupid little cloth masks that have your favorite sports team on it, or if they said, let's go, Brandon, or whatever they were, the cloth masks, if you knew they were full of crap like everybody else, this song's for you. Take his mask yeah. and shut Store. Don't even try to make me put it on or I'm walking out the door. Big finish. Take his mask and shove it. I ain't wearing it no more. By the way, I just saw that uh, uh, UC Davis, College UC Davis, uh, is making its students, requiring its students a second booster shot. Oh, come on. As soon as they become widely available. I mean, these second boosters, there's no safety data. There's no, I don't believe there's any human trials. And uh, the the UC system uh, is making their students get a second booster for what I have no idea. A study that I really want to keep my eye on is what's happening now with organ donors. There are a lot of people whose bodies are rejecting organs and there's questions of whether or not it's vaccine-related. Keep an eye on that study because I think that's really important. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.